Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Claire. And I'm Kristen. <laughs> and welcome back to the Midnight Memo. This is the podcast where we get to talk about all those thoughts that keep us up at night. So we are so happy that you could join us today. You could probably tell. I'm not Kristen. No, but uh, this week we have a guest on the show, my boyfriend, Bud. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, today Kristen and I tried to record earlier, but my computer just decided to crap out. So that was fun. And because Kristen is going on a business trip this upcoming week, we didn't have time to actually record. So, so we called in the B team. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Bud was so nice and volunteered his time to be on the podcast. And now um, we can actually like introduce you because we reference you all the time in the show. Yeah. I have uh, can't cook. <laughs> that's, that's all I remember. Only the highlights, really. <laughs> what I talked to my therapist about. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So I thought today or tonight um, we could kind of do a little boyfriend, girlfriend tag and then kind of hop into our thoughts for the evening. So I guess the burning question where a lot of people ask me all the time is like, oh, how did you guys meet? Who's Bud? You always reference your boyfriend on the podcast. We could hop into the little boyfriend tag. I think it would be fun because the listeners don't really know much about you. Probably I feel safer like that way. <laughs> they, they know about me, like stuff about me and Kristen, but now I get to expose you a little bit. Fantastic. When slash where did we meet? October 20th, 2120. It was... A middle day of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Wow. It was one of those. One of the three. Yep. And by the way, when I walked up to the restaurant, oh God. this is going to paint Bud in a really bad light. It's the light that I deserve. <laughs> yeah, just dimly lit. That's how people describe me. <laughs> I walk up, had a bleach blonde mullet under a black beanie. The beanie was to hide what I could of the mullet. For background... I, uh, I've officiated a couple of my friend's weddings, and one of them, I joked with him and his wife, or his fiancée at the time, that I was going to show up uh, to officiate in jean shorts with a bleach blonde mullet. And so about three weeks before the wedding, we had the bachelor party, and that's how I showed up to the airport, was with jean shorts and a bleach blonde mullet. And then she insisted that I keep it. Uh, and that was in July, so I kept it a little longer than I, <laughs> than I needed to. July, October, eh. November. <laughs> I think it died in November. Yeah, I think the very end, because when you came down to San Diego, you didn't have it. Yeah, I had to choose between Claire and the mullet. And everyone was like, that wasn't a red flag, Claire? I was like, it was. The reddest. But <laughs> it was bright red. Yeah. However. <laughs> the whole team waving flags at her. <laughs> However. I have some redeeming qualities, apparently. <laughs> I'm still making up for it, though. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Where was I born? China. T. That is correct. And then you moved with your mom when you were adopted. You were in Boston. Mm -hmm. Then, oh, no. I know you ended up in San Diego. Like, that's the final uh, destination until Seattle and San Francisco and Spokane. It's one of the destinations. <laughs> Did you live in Miami? Mm -mm. Okay, cool. Nope. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Boston to San Diego? Yeah. Okay. But for you, you were born in Bremerton? So, Bremerton or Tacoma? I don't know. Okay. It, it's, oh, yeah. not, it's not a mystery. It's just, I don't I don't remember which one it was. I remember we had this conversation because we were looking at astrology. <laughs> and we were like, oh my god, what's your big three? I don't know mine. I'm a Libra. Yeah, he's a Libra. And then we were trying to figure out, um, because I guess the big three is based off of like what time you were born and where you were born. So we were like, oh, where were you born? But we didn't. And then you asked your mom. I don't know if she ever got back. 
her response was, I was busy. I don't remember. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I, thought, I don't know. I think around nine in the morning. She Every year on my birthday, she calls me and recounts my birth to me in, in exquisite detail. We love. You no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I talked to my therapist about. <laughs> yeah, so you were, you were China, Boston, San Diego, Spokane, San Francisco, Seattle. Basically, Did yeah. Did I miss a step? No. Oh, Spokane, San Francisco, San Diego, Seattle. Yeah. I would go, yeah, I went back and forth between San Diego and stuff every once in a while, but yeah. of, of the sands, Diego's your pref- preferred. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, San Diego is much better than San Francisco, in my humble opinion. I mean, some people really like San Francisco. I have friends who still work and live in San Francisco, and they absolutely love it. I just don't think I'm a city person, so especially if you don't have windows. Oh my god! Yeah, especially if you're just living in a closet. Happy Pride Month. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in front of the TV. What's on the screen? New Girl, Avatar, Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. Real Housewives, yes. Vampire Diaries, Yeah. Legacy. I It's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. I haven't really watched it, though. I think those are the big ones. Yeah. For you, I honestly, you name a bunch of TV shows that are not on Netflix. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's this really cool guy on Apple TV that you should watch. But I don't remember his name. You said it's a feel-good TV show, though. Ted Lasso. Yeah. You've mentioned that one a couple times. It turns your bad feelings into good feelings. Yeah. And then I introduced you to uh, Avatar. Yep. And and Legend of Korra. And Legend of Korra. And you liked that. And then, um, oh, we were starting to watch Criminal Minds. Ooh, yeah. I forgot that one. You also watched the the 100. Yeah. And then... You watch a lot of movies that I don't watch. <laughs> I don't think we've seen the same movie. I think between the two of us, we've seen every movie ever made. Yeah. But never the same one. A black hole at open or something like that. Unless we watch it together. That's true. Yeah. yeah. We will always reference movies that neither of us or one of us hasn't seen. Like if I have seen it, he hasn't seen it and vice versa. I'm turning the tables on you. What was the first movie we ever watched together? It was here. It was uh, Shang-Chi. Dang. Right? And the Legend of the Ten Rings? Four rings? Five rings? Enough, enough rings. I don't remember. <laughs> a few, of, at least a few. There were at least a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the Lord of the Ring, it was plural. Also, side note. Hasn't Lord seen of, it? Yeah, haven't seen that, but because I know I it's not about cows. Oh, have you explained that? I don't know if I have or not. Well, okay, short side story. For some reason, when I was growing up, I thought Lord of the Rings was about cows. And I don't know why. And I was very confused. Like, everyone's so obsessed with lord of the rings like what why is everyone loving this movie about cows turns out i was thinking about home on the range not lord of the rings a little bit different it's slightly different minuscule differences i think yeah Yeah. she also has some interesting theories on star wars characters that we'll need to talk about another time oh yeah we'll dive into some star wars all the boba fett's yeah there are many that gold man of all the emotions yeah no way that he's a robot because he has so many emotions there's no way you don't think your roomba has feelings i don't know kraken's pretty solid I mean, my Roomba isn't like one of those smart Roombas that like learns the archi- or yeah, like the pattern of your house and your layout. Yeah. Nope. Runs into things constantly. <laughs> Relatable content. So that's how we all go through life. Yeah. Okay. Um, next question. What's my weirdest habit? Oh man. You don't have any weird habits. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, except, <laughs> except these five, <laughs> um, your weirdest habit, the way, and I can't describe it probably not with human words, but the way that you eat airhead bites. 
Oh, yeah, it's like you'll throw a bunch of them away, and I'm like, what was wrong with those? Like they're I, still delicious. That's true. I think we actually touched on this in the OCD episode. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That you for sure listened to. Mostly caught up. <laughs> um, the okayest boyfriend award. <laughs> I have this weird thing where I have to eat my airheads in pairs. Airheads. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so... Um, and it has to be flavors that I like. So if I have, let's say a pack has like three of the red airheads, but like five greens and five blues, I'll only eat three of each and then throw the rest, rest away. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> He's terrified at this moment. What's my weirdest habit? I don't, I don't honestly, the only habit I've seen you have is picking your nails. I knew that would be it. But that's the only one I've seen so far i'll i'll discover some more i'll report back okay what drink do i always order Ooh, uh i i think i've only seen you order an amaretto sour a couple times i know you like them but you also know how to make them painkiller is a common one. Oh yeah painkillers are really good uh you had one last night i did yeah look delicious anything with coconut mm-hmm. uh pina colada Yes. That's the correct answer. Pina coladas. All three are the correct answers, yeah. Yeah. Pina colada, anything with coconut, anything with uh, blackberry? I like blackberry. I don't know. I think blackberry is usually... I think I'm projecting. You like blackberry. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. Fun fact is that Amaretto Sour and Painkiller's um, I was actually introduced to them by my mom's boyfriend's daughter. To be Sarah. clear, we're talking the drink painkillers. Yes. <laughs> Want to make the sure drink. everyone's aware we're okay. Yes. Everything's fine. Um, the drinks, um, Sarah actually owns a bar out in Baltimore. It's a swing bar. And so the last time I went to the lake with the family, um, she would make them. And so I was like, oh my God. So she introduced me to both of the drinks. Which is why I love them. And she's an amazing um, mixologist. So That's incredible. Jealous. Yeah. One of these days we'll make it back out there. Okay. For you, I feel like you always go like Rainier or like Coors Light. But then like as, or no, not Coors, Corona. Corona um, or Rainier. I feel Rainier, like I Rainier if I'm going to drink a beer, like if we're out and about. If I'm not trying to drink a fancy beer, it's going to be Rainier. Now yeah. that June's hit, you haven't seen it, but Bud Light Limes, Sweet oh. Nectar of the Gods, sponsor us. <laughs> uh, dark beer if I'm trying to be fancy, but if I'm not, it's Rainier's. And then mm-hmm. when I'm out with you, I'm doing like cocktails and mixed drinks Yeah. so that I can like kind of keep a gauge on how much I'm drinking because one of us has a way lower tolerance than the other mm-hmm. and who is might surprise you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think once we started dating, we've been doing more cocktails. Oh yeah, tons. The They're first so time good. we met, I had beer. Mm-hmm. The second time we met, we went to the Queen Anne Beer Hall. I had beer. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what our third date was. Have we had one? Yeah, <laughs> we skipped number three. Shoot. <laughs> Redo. <laughs> um, okay, next question. I'm ordering a pizza. What toppings does it have? Pineapple. Yeah. I knew that one. Kalamazoo olives. Yeah, they're my favorite kind of olives. When was that the first time I ever came over? No, we made, no. It was the first time we cooked together, though. Mm, right. I thought it was the same thing because I we cooked broccoli, chicken, and something else the first time I came over. 
the second time was the pizza. But oh. she she sent me a list of like what toppings she wanted, and one of the things was Kalamazoo olives. And at this, you know, it's early on in the relationship. I don't want to fuck it up. And so I'm like at the store. I'm like, what are Kalamazoo olives like? <laughs> like I know black and green olives. Like I'm not a, an olive aficionado. <laughs> and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find it. I Googled it and like, there is a Kalamazoo olive company. So I'm like, it must be this specific brand, but they don't sell them anywhere. Kalamata <laughs> olives. It was Kalamata olives. There was a, uh, there was an autocorrect situation. <laughs> yeah. So I had like three types of olives when I showed up. Thankfully, <laughs> Kalamata was one of them. <laughs> yeah. And if, yeah, if you know me, I will send text messages with so many typing errors and i'm just like well you'll they'll figure it out or not <laughs> yeah who knows yeah but i'm that kind of friend you know it's your problem yeah i just make my um what is it dyslexia other people's problem you're helping uh improve reading comprehension or something for sure, like that for sure i'm a teacher oh yeah but is a teacher yep yeah we didn't say that before no. high school sports medicine mm-hmm. not not reading <laughs> english or whatever they call it english language arts yeah yeah. The reading section. Um, There's too many words in them's books. <laughs> For you? I think you said you like extra pizza sauce. Okay, that's the biggest thing. No matter what no matter what kind of pizza, that's the that's yeah. number one jam. Yeah, which I totally agree with. Pizza sauce completely makes a pizza. Yep. Um, and then I feel like you like meat on your pizza, like mm-hmm. um, sausage, pepperoni. I don't know. I don't know if there are any like specific veggies. Maybe onions? Uh, olives. Olives. Kal- Kalamazoo olives? Never heard of it. Black olives. <laughs> One of the two that I know. Uh, black, sometimes jalapenos, but they mess me up. So mm-hmm. salt is a little spicy for me sometimes. <laughs> so jalapenos are like a five star. <laughs> um, should we play guess the ethnicity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Caucasian for 500? No, the Caucasian is strong in this <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Where was our first trip together? Portland. Was that before or after? Oh, yeah, that was before. Yeah, Portland. Um, we went down. We listened the whole way down to musical songs. Yes. Um, I made him listen to all my musicals. And I listened willingly. Yeah, that was his mistake. And now yep. I just have free range to play him whenever I want. I, I have, I've heard so many musical songs. It's almost like I've seen a musical at this <laughs> point. Uh, I haven't even seen Hamilton because I didn't know you could put subtitles on Disney Plus right when I got it. And I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. It's just, he's talking way too fast for me. Um, yeah, we went to Portland. I know you've talked about it on this podcast before that you didn't tell Kristen who you were going with. Yeah. Um, but we found some real... Claire, like her one of her secret talents, I don't know if she's talked about it on here, she can find a bar anywhere and it's incredible every time. And so she found this place that we showed up and we went in early December or yeah. maybe late November. Like I think it was November around that time. This was a horror themed Christmas bar. Oh my God. Yes. And so there was like a Krampus and everything was like a haunted house vibe, but with Christmas. Yeah. They had like, um, what do you call it? mannequin parts hanging from the ceiling but like they were wrapped in like christmas packaging yeah it was crazy it like, it was unlike lights. anything ever it was very portland it was on brand yeah and we didn't even sit in like at a regular table it was like these two thrones that we were sitting in and there was like a little coffee table in between us yeah and i'm not used to sitting in thrones claire is <laughs> hashtag queen <laughs> but yeah it was that that place was really cool and really weird yeah 
Then we ended up in a like a basement speakeasy type place. Mm-hmm. We held hands for the first time. You tricked me. I did. I held out my hand like I was going to give him a piece of trash. <laughs> and I took it. <laughs> yeah. And then lo and behold, it was my hand. <laughs> so, jokes on you. The trash is me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am trash. <laughs> Hashtag trash. We went to Dutch Bros uh, twice on the way back. We did? Yeah, we went. We stopped in Portland and then we stopped on the way back up. We love that. Yeah. And then you had a dance thing afterwards, I think. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, because we pulled into my driveway. Yeah. And my parents pulled in behind us. Yeah. And, and I was like, at this point, I was in all sweats and my hair was like greasy in a bun, no makeup, probably smelly. <laughs> like, we'd known each other for like a month and a half. Yeah. If that. Yeah. And then his parents like pull up right behind us and I, and I have to like, I can't stay and introduce myself like I was on a time crunch because I had to be back in downtown Seattle to do a dance uh, video. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is so awkward. I don't want to seem rude and just be like, hi, I'm Claire. Bye. And so my parents get out of their car by their truck and they're just staring and I'm like, go inside. And they're like, what? I'm like, just go inside. And they're like, who's that? I said, that's Claire. My dad goes, we're not his parents. <laughs> Which is very on brand. Yes. It was perfect. Yeah. That was a Portland trip. Yeah. Then we went and looked at, uh, my parents and I went and looked at Bassett Hound Puppies. It was pretty great. Um, What was, yeah. I was going to say Portland and like for a local trip, away trip was uh, San Diego. Yep. Um, he had come down to see me during Christmas time um, in San Diego, and we went to Disneyland. Yeah. It was great. Disneyland. Um, did a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Sightseeing. I showed him where I grew up. Yep. When I was gone, all my roommates got COVID. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they great. had to quarantine. Yeah. So I was just happened to be gone while that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. San Diego's a blast. I love San Diego. Yeah. We went on a little hike. Yeah, showed you um, one of my favorite hiking places. It's like 130 rock steps. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. That. Was, that was great. Really toned our, our glutes and our quads. And our calves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Legs were on point. Yep. For the rest of the trip. The rest of me is covered in sweat. I think it was good training before we went to Disneyland, though, because my, oh my feet God. hurt so badly after Disneyland. I didn't, have the, I didn't have the right shoes. But then it prepared us for Disney World. I got I got Hoka's, Hoka's, what are they Oh, called? yeah, Hoka's, which yeah, are great. I, just for Disney World, yeah. and it was fantastic. Anyway. We did 15 miles one day. Yeah, in Epcot? Yeah. 15 miles just going around eating around the world yeah and i don't think we were super hydrated even though we were drinking the whole time we were drinking the whole time no water i was having period symptoms which made my stomach want to die i wasn't yeah to be clear (laughs) but i did not have we haven't synced yet (laughs) um but we also like they did a scavenger hunt thing if you guys go to disney world this is completely a side note but they have these really fun scavenger hunt activities in the animal kingdom and in epcot I don't think we they had them in Hollywood Studios or uh, Magic Kingdom, but we honestly didn't look. I don't think we looked for them either. No. But it was really fun to like keep us entertained throughout the day. So if you go there, try one of those. It's super fun. And they have little prizes at the end. Okay, next question. Which of my hobbies do you find the least interesting? Oh, podcast. No, <laughs> Get out. And um, with that. Which of your hobbies do I find the least interesting? I think your podcast is interesting. Dance is interesting. I can't do it. Um, puzzling. I knew it. 
We did, and it's fair. It is fair. We did a try to do a three thousand piece puzzle a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think oh my we gosh. got up at eleven, and yeah, when I looked up at the clock, it was eight o'clock at night. I was like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, and we were up until three in the morning before we finally quit, and we weren't close. The whole time <laughs> no, I was trying to weren't. talk it up, like, "Yeah, we're doing great," and then I know for about an hour I was just sitting at the table looking at all the red pieces. Yeah. I didn't put any together. I just looked at them. <laughs> yeah, it was um, a three thousand piece Marvel puzzle, and you would think that. It would be easy because there are some bright color patches, but no, it was not easy. And there are so many faces that you think you'll try to match up different faces with the wrong areas. And you're like, well, this is just going to take forever. But yeah, I agree. And we were missing an edge piece for like probably until eight or nine at night. Yeah, we couldn't find it. Yeah, I'm not going to say whose side it was on when we did find it. But I got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's probably my least interesting. I don't, I don't know why... It's my toxic trait. Puzzling is my toxic trait. We all um, have one. What's my least interesting hobby? Hard to choose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, I mean, I don't know anything about the baseball game. Oh, no, that's the correct answer. That is it. Yeah, I'm going to lock in my answer with that. Yeah, I think I'm still one of the youngest pe- people playing it, and I'm in my 30s. <laughs> so, rough. That's rough, buddy. What was... My least favorite subject in school. English. Yeah, I think we talked about this the other day. I, you don't. You didn't like reading. Yeah. So I. It I, was hard. Yeah. So I figured. I don't. I wish that again. Being a teacher, if my teacher friends are listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> the books I have kids reading in English are so boring. Like. Yeah. If they had them read something fun, I, I walked into my friend's room who's an English teacher, and they're reading The Hate You Give, um, which they made mm-hmm. a movie out of. Yeah. I'm like great. You know, it's pertinent to like what's going on in the world now. Mm-hmm. Um. But if they had kids read stuff like that, I think they'd actually care. But yeah, like the first book I actually read in high school was Of Mice and Men. Yeah. And then the test got canceled. And so I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So like I'll understand a couple of references here and there in pop culture, but nothing else like from that book mattered to me. Yeah. In high school, I had a bunch of friends who would have to read, you know, Grapes of Wrath or The Tale of Two Cities and books like that, that... I didn't have to read. For some reason, I got the English classes that actually had, I would say, interesting books. Like, I I read The Handmaid's Tale in my English class. That's perfect. Yeah, and it was actually interesting. And so I think I lucked out in that sense. But yeah, a lot of the books that they make you read, very boring, kind of ruined reading for me for a while. And I, I think I had mentioned this before, but like I just recently started reading again for fun because I think that... With all schooling and stuff, it can really just take the fun out of reading, especially when you're in those AP classes that make you read like 125 pages a night of like the smallest text. Yeah, that's ridiculous. School takes the fun out of everything. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I I don't, would you also say English? Oh yeah. Yeah. We had trimesters at my high school and we only had 10, 11, 12. Mm -hmm. Uh, Grade nine was middle school for us, but um, the English teachers would like choose who their students were, like they all get together. And I, so we had nine trimesters and I had nine different English teachers. So I don't think I was their favorite student either. (laughs) Um, That's a lot. Yeah. uh, I just, it was the the book thing, like, and and being told like how to write, Mm -hmm. like, and that this is how you have to do it. I I was never a huge fan of that. Yeah. I didn't like structured writing assignments, like creative writing assignments, fun. Oh yeah. But yeah. All the other things not fun at all. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And like as an adult, maybe a handful of times I've had to write formally, um, like for grants and stuff like that. But yeah, I haven't had to do any of that. I mean, the most formal 
writing I've had to do was for like documentation on how you build something. And keep in mind, I'm computer science. It doesn't require you to have a lot of grammar, I guess, because you get to name all your variables, whatever, anyway. Um, but I guess like for business majors and stuff, they would probably write more formal proposals. Yeah. But, and I, I loved writing as a kid. Um, we grew up with a lot of cats. This explains everything. Hella cats. <laughs> uh, elementary school, I, I liked to write, so I write about cats, like, you know, because I'm 10 or whatever. Um, not that... <laughs> yeah. If, if you're writing about cats now, still cool. Don't get me wrong. But I, like, everything I wrote was about cats. Like, during my free time, like, we'd have free time, I'd write, like, about cats. And not, like, in a weird way, but <laughs> I, I don't think, like, now that I've started this story, there's any going back on it. Um, but my teacher, Miss Liebman, who had the demeanor of, like, a librarian, if you sucked whatever personality a librarian has away, mm-hmm. um, she told me that she once had a student that would only write about Michael Jordan and that he, she told him if he ever wrote about Michael Jordan again, he wouldn't get to go to recess. And that's what she was going to do with me. And I told her that was fine. I wouldn't write about Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't get to go to recess that day. Uh, but she wouldn't let me write about cats. And I never enjoyed writing after that. Okay. Last question. What kind of films do I like? Feel good. Yeah. Your favorite movies pay it forward, mm-hmm. which is a feel good movie up until the last 15 minutes or so. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um... You do like some rom-coms. I know you like Just Go With It. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't watch a ton of movies together because I don't think either one of us has an attention span that lends to that. Yeah, we both have ADHD. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know the last time I watched a movie at home. But what, what am I missing with you? Rom-coms, feel-good movies. I know you'll watch horror movies here and there. Yeah. I'll watch horror every once in a while. I have to be in the mood yeah, to watch same. it. Like, I can't just watch them. Yeah. It, it horror, like, it has to be good horror, too. Like, I don't like bad horror movies. I don't like bad, I don't think anyone likes bad movies, but, like, bad horror movies have a special place in hell for me. <laughs> and not in a fun horror way, like. Yeah. Like, like the, I'm talking, like, the bad Catholic way. <laughs> so. Um, for you, you've told me now twice that your favorite movie is Independence Day. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Three times? Five times? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I just always forget. Yeah, Independence Day. Um, um, you also like watching, um, I would say, like, maybe action movies? A little bit. Little like, bit. I, I, I really like the new Top Gun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched the new Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah, also an action funny. movie. It was really big on action. I like irreverent comedies like Step Brothers and Superbad and The Hangover. Yes, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, not not necessarily Claire's Jam. She has seen how many of those movies? I've seen Hangover a long time ago. All of it? Probably. <laughs> Question? I just know, like, uh, Ken Jeong is in it. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. He did the whole world a favor in that movie. Yeah. Um, I remember Zach Galifianakis... Um, there was a guy who lost his tooth and had a tattoo on his face. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Haley Joel, Os- Joel Osment is in it. No, I was going back to pay it forward. Oh, okay. I was like in the hangover. Until the very end. <laughs> Spoiler <Damn>. alert. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. But I think you would also like to watch horror movies. Big time. Yeah. Which is, yeah, what we're probably going to be talking a lot about tonight. What a great transition. I know. It's like I had an outline or something. Per. Crazy. Um, yeah, so the reason I guess I wanted to talk 
or this topic came to my mind was today I was watching a movie about it's called the deep house it's on amazon prime probably a couple other places um but it's about this couple who like to they're like known for doing explorative dives and stuff and filming and all that stuff and they wanted to go check out this house at the bottom of a lake and the reason the house is there is like it used to be a town but it got flooded um and it's been there for years like decades at least and so they decided it would be a great idea to go explore it. That's going to be a no from me. Yeah. Neither one of us like deep water. Yeah, we both don't like deep water. If like, yeah, once I can't see what's beneath me, it's a no-go. But yeah, so then I, throughout the movie, they were making a lot of really dumb decisions, I would say. And I mean, obviously you can't say like, oh, I would do something different if I were in their position. But like from a, from an outside perspective, I'm like, why would you go down and like, just stay in the house and like if all if it's completely locked like there's no entry points why go try to search for an extra entry point i mean i guess it's kind of a spoilers of the movie if you even want to go watch it but considering the house has been down there for decades it's considered haunted people know that it's haunted you go down there you break your way into this house and everything's supposed to be old right everything looks kind of new now if you if you told me there was a haunted house, I wouldn't go to it. If you told me then that that haunted house was at the bottom of a fucking lake, I'm especially not going to that one. Yeah, at least 30 meters down. Yeah, no. I, I, however many feet that is, that's no for me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. And it was funny because um, the boyfriend really wanted to go. The girlfriend was like hesitant, but he was like, oh, come on, babe, like do it. And she was like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Convincing. Yeah, super persuasive. Um, and then even throughout the movie, when they kept going through different rooms of this huge house and she was like, I'm not comfortable. I want to turn back. The boyfriend was like, no, let's keep going. Like, oh, just one more room. Oh, like, oh, take a picture selfie for the followers. Like, and they're like diving. Yeah. They're, they have like an hour of air to be in when for scuba diving. The only thing I know about scuba diving is that you have to come up very slowly while you're underwater because otherwise you'll get, I think it's nitrogen bubbles in your brain called the bends yeah so if something should happen down there right you can't just immediately swim up to the surface to feel safe you have to slowly in stages go up to the surface and yeah, I, you better hope it's a really patient ghost yeah like i was just no but again all the water or all the furniture and stuff inside doesn't look as old as it should be and so i'm like obvious sign no, like I'm already out. So the fact that I would have been like, as a girl, I would have been like, listen, you can keep exploring, but you're taking me back to shore and then you can come back. Like, don't make me just hang out here, you know? And as a man, he's like, nah. Yeah, he's like, we can do it. It's like, well, there's nothing to be scared about, babe. Yeah. As but. a man, he ignored all the signs. <laughs> yeah, but I think I was talking to Kristen about this earlier and I was like, if I was a girl, I would have just left. But she was like, isn't that another trope, like a, a oh, ridiculous yeah. trope? Like, oh, let's just split up. Not a good idea. It's not a good idea. So then that's why I was like, oh, well, then I would have made him take me back and then he can go back alone if he wants like, to. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if, if I'm in a horror movie, I don't want all my friends to see me killed because I think I'm going to be a really ugly dyer. <laughs> but um, I think we have a better chance of not being killed if we stay together. Yeah. Or at least then we can like negotiate as a group. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the splitting up thing I've never understood. Like, yeah, 
let's split up and never a good idea but yeah and then the movie keeps going but yeah after watching (laughs) yeah after watching it definitely got me on the the train of thought of what are those just ridiculous slash funny horror movie tropes that everyone knows and that are just kind of annoying at this point and i guess like we kind of touched on splitting up when you shouldn't split up um there's another one where it's like oh if you if you hear a noise let's go investigate that noise yeah, no yeah. like as an adult when i hear noises in my house i'm like no that's nothing i'm yeah. out depends on like the noise too like like if the dishwasher's running it's like oh yeah but if it's no, like i need to investigate <laughs> yeah but like if it's a noise that you've never heard before i'm not just gonna automatically be like oh i'll just go check it out to be fair i don't think i've ever heard the dishwasher running at my house so <laughs> <laughs> like there was a a couple nights ago there was a super weird like almost for lack of a better term like a loud sucking noise outside and then a loud crash oh <laughs> and i was just laying in bed i'm like that sucks <laughs> <laughs> and crashes i don't feel the need <laughs> I don't feel the need to look outside and see whatever that was. Nah. Yeah, they're, they're the other one. Um, they always run up the stairs. Yeah. Like whenever they're being chased, they run up the stairs. I'm, I'm sorry, but there's two problems with that. Number one, usually the entrances are not up the stairs or the mm-hmm. exits in this, or probably more important in this situation. Number two, that takes so much more energy. Mm-hmm. Fuck going upstairs. Yeah. And at this point, I usually like this running up the stairs is usually in your own house. Yeah. Right. So you know the layout. Whatever murderer is after you probably doesn't know it as well as you. Murderer's architect. <gasps> they are architects. Civil engineers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you could probably figure, you know, like run around your own house and get to a different exit before they can yeah. get to you. Unless they lock everything from the outside. But Which is hard to do, like yeah. practically, unless they have bike locks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which are essentially a cheat code. Yes. Yeah, and they always hide in bathrooms. Mm. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, because it's always like closing the mirror and then all of a sudden they're in there. They're right next to you in the reflection. Yeah. I mean, to their credit, like movie monsters, you got to plan that out. That's creative. Like timing on that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm glad my mirror doesn't close. It's just, it's just there. It's just always there. Yes. Yeah, monster standing behind me covering his face with his hands. <laughs> um, what's another one? Oh, the call coming from outside. <laughs> it's always like phone rings first of all who has a landline now Just yeah saying. come on come on what, make it decade, are, what decade are you living in <laughs> yeah they pick up the phone they're like hello and then it's just either heavy breathing and then they're just like hello is anyone that like they keep asking if someone's there i'm like if i heard heavy breathing i would hang up call the police i call my dad back <laughs> <laughs> just a butt dial <laughs> like oh my bad with these iPhones nowadays. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It bless his heart. Please continue. Sorry. <laughs> heavy breathing. Yeah. Like, if someone was just heavy breathing into my phone, I would hang up and call the police and be like, someone is trying to call my house. And then I... And I wouldn't stay in the house. No. That's something. Like, I would just be like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm going to stay somewhere else. I'm going to get mobile. Yeah. Like, just drive around and not stop. Yeah. Then again, gas prices nowadays, like... <laughs> Either gonna get murdered or murder the pump. Yeah. <laughs> Pick one or the other. Yeah. yeah, the whole call from out like I'm outside your house. Like, all right, 
fucking stay there. That's that's where you belong. This is my preference. That's when you say, I'm also outside of your house. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm outside of your house. <laughs> I just cooked and it, it was seafood and it just smells really bad in here right now. And yeah. You're not going to want to come in. Yeah. The fire alarm's doing that weird beeping thing. Yeah. Everything's going to shit. Like, yeah. Like, come back tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll be ready. I haven't vacuumed. Yeah. want to make it all nice for you. Yeah. Make a little nest for you to kill me on. <laughs> Gosh. If you kill me, just shoot me right in the head. Yeah. But, okay. When they do come into the house, I think a lot of the times, too, in horror movies, they'll go for the chef's knife. Oh, God. Right? And they're like, stab, stab, you know? But, listen... Get the serrated knife. Yeah. And slice. It's just so much less effort. Yeah, I think stabbing's better for like, you know, if you're trying to be a murderer. But <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> what are you trying to do? I don't know. <laughs> just slicing. Yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, like why, why'd you choose that knife? Like, I, I get it's the biggest. <laughs> but, um, uh, like the serrated knife's a much better option. Yeah. Or if you want to you be a real asshole, use the pruning knife. Oh yeah, the small. Strip yeah, one. make it make it just super annoying, like drive by yeah. stabbing or something like that. I think <laughs> draw it out. Yeah, but stabbing, I, from my knowledge, <laughs> how many times have you been stabbed again? I just think it takes so much effort. Whereas, like, if you were just to slice someone's neck, that doesn't take as much effort. No, next so. week's episode, <laughs> we're gonna talk about how to get away with crime. But like, our yeah. major arteries, right? Our neck, our wrists, our groin, uh, groin. Yeah. Those are the big ones. Upper arms, like. But if you just slice those, then pretty home free, I think. Yeah, and if you're, you know, like a Michael Myers type serial killer where you're, you're like, you're going for volume. You got to spend, you got to, you, sorry, conserve your energy. Like, mm-hmm. be efficient. Mm-hmm. Speaking Smart. of which, like Michael Myers and, and most horror villains and, and monsters, like, they never run. They're always <laughs> walking. They're working smarter, not harder. That's true. The, they they always catch up somehow, but they never break a sweat. Like, I don't know if they, they I know the Olympic power walking is a thing. Olympic <laughs> uh, Is Michael Myers eligible? Like, is there a, <laughs> can we release him from prison just for yeah. a power walking event? A prisoner Olympics? Give, give him like a big rubber knife and tell him, <laughs> tell him the pace walkers, you know, whatever her name was. Um, What was her name in Halloween? No idea. Jodie Foster. Um, Jody, oh, Silence of the Lambs? That wasn't, no, it wasn't Jodie Foster. Yeah, she was Jodie Foster wasn't Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, of course you've seen it. Yeah, yeah there's all the lambs. <laughs> so many lambs. Yeah, so, oh god, the lambs. <laughs> My favorite part was the silence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then you were talking earlier, um, even when they're running, like they're yeah. running away from the serial killers who again are just maybe briskly walking. Yeah. It's always expending energy, running, yanking on doors that won't open. Um, always looking back like five ten times to make sure to make sure that he's still following you or i guess to gauge like how far away he is but like if anything that's slowing you down you yeah. should just keep running or if like and they trip over everything everything oh, under the sun it's like a nightmare and then they'll trip and then instead of getting up right away after they trip they'll stay there on the ground look back again to see where the murder is at like why take the time just keep going you know yeah and like I assume that horror movies exist in horror movies and they've never thought about what they would do. Maybe not. Maybe meta. Oh, horror movie, but in a universe where there are no horror movies. Yeah. Like a, a like a utopian. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Like my plan, I would go to like, every, you all have a weird neighbor, but hopefully you know who it is, but I go <laughs> if there. If you don't, it's you. Like I know who my weird neighbor is and I just go over there and I'd be like, Hey, there's someone chasing me. They'd be like, Oh, Cool. 
yeah. I've been preparing for this. <laughs> like, of course you have. Like, yeah. that's that's your purpose. But like, that's what I would do. Um, or yeah, they never run to find someone else until it's too late. Or they're always living in neighborhoods that where your nearest neighbor is five minutes away. Yeah. And like, undoubtedly, the first person they find is the least useful person. It's yeah. like, oh, Granny Smith, thank you. Yeah. It's an apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would try to run to a place that had other people. Like when, um, if you lived in a city, there's probably people around somewhere. I mean, I guess it's like, if it's happening at night, which for some reason, 99% of the horror movies only happen at night. Yep. Um, not as many people are out. I'll give you that. But like run to the club, a club. Yeah. <laughs> Just start dancing. He'll never find you. Yep. Um, a club or like a police station. <laughs> also a good option. Yeah. Call the police. I don't know. They never do, which could be a horror movie in, its, in itself, but it's crazy. Or like the nine nine one one operators sometimes do ask like the worst questions. Oh God! But still, like you would have someone on the line. He's chasing me with a knife. Is it serrated or is it one of those large butcher type yeah. knives? Tell him to go get the paring knife. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna buy yourself some time. Yeah. Where did he get his knives? Yeah. Did you run upstairs? Now, why did you do that? <laughs> have you been sharpening your knives? No. Ooh. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna hurt more for you. Yep. More effort for him. Oh. When the victim finally has the upper hand in the situation. Oh. With, and they like either hit the the killer on the head and they're knocked down or, you know, whenever they and the killer's just like laying there for some reason. They're just like, I've done it. That's all I need to do. Incorrect. Like, why would you just automatically assume that your job's done? You're safe now. And then you just walk away and act like nothing happened. Like you haven't been fighting for your life for the last like two, three hours, a whole evening. Like, why wouldn't you make sure that he was dead? Why wouldn't you make sure that he was knocked down? Or at, at least give yourself time now to run. Yeah. C you confirm. just hang out. Yeah. You just hang out and watch and like, maybe he'll get up. I don't know. No. If someone's been chasing me, trying to kill me, like they're going to get their just desserts. Yeah, like uh, one movie that I saw that they actually did a good job of this, the Halloween movie that came out in 2018. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way, was the actress. I just Googled it. Um, but it was like she, the plot of this one is that none of the other Halloween movies ever happened. Okay. It's like the first one. So, you know, he was in jail or whatever. And she's been preparing for him to come back and he gets out and like he hunts her, but she ends up trapping him, like has a whole trap set. and Oh, nice. Like burns, burns her house down with him in it and. And then he got out somehow, so, you know. Like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have shot him. I'm telling you. Yeah, I never understand, like, when you have the upper hand, you, I mean, in some ways like that, you go for the more complicated, more symbolic way of killing someone. Yeah. Like, I literally, if I had a gun, I would just shoot them. Yeah. You, you wouldn't give a speech first? No. Oh, yeah. Villains monologuing? Oh, God. Why are you monologuing? I don't care. <laughs> No, just just get it over with. Yeah, like you're just rubbing it in, and then inevitably it fails because you've monologued. So really, you should stop monologuing. And don't get me a fan. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of rubbing it in. Yeah, I am like, a sore winner. <laughs> but in that situation, you got to be smarter than that. Yeah. Maybe like like after they've died, mm -hmm. you know, you can just talk to their corpse or whatever, like or whatever your goal was. Yeah. Or like some of those killers do, write manifestos, whatever. God, manifestos. Ha <laughs>
if, if, any essay that you write that goes on too long eventually becomes a manifesto one way or another. Yeah. Six paragraph essay. No, oh, that's a manifesto. MLA format. Yeah. <laughs> English, my English teacher taught me. The M stands for manifesto. <laughs> manifesto Latin. And? Uh, <laughs> um, Art? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So another one is, oh, oh my gosh, I'm being chased by someone t- attempting to kill me. Better stand stock still. Oh, yeah. And simply do nothing. Well, the, the other thing that like you run but they never like do an adequate job of hiding like i'm pretty okay at hide and seek mm. even as an adult yeah i'm a tree <laughs> and then even if they try to get up there like haha like i got yeah. the high ground what are you gonna do chop down the tree the lorax will get you <laughs> the lorax will not approve no he doesn't he doesn't fuck with he doesn't fuck with people to chop down trees yeah but yeah they they don't they always they'll stand still like that or they'll run down the middle of the street mm-hmm. which i'm like if you're trying to get away like put some objects between you and them oh yeah and like, you know, if as long as we're criticizing the victims, which out of context doesn't sound super great when I say it. Yeah. The killers never use guns. <laughs> True. Why don't they use guns? That's eh, probably too realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trigger warning, content warning. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> we're going to have to cut this part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the whole everyone waving their phones around going, I can't get a signal. Yeah. Where, where are they? Canada? <laughs> Did they forget to let their phone plan know that they're traveling out of country? You just turn roaming on. It's fine. Yeah. Get your data roaming. I don't know why my phone bill was $15,000 this month. Yeah. The the waving your phone around doesn't make any sense. Like just, when, when have you ever not had service? Come on. Yeah. I am with T-Mobile, so there are frequent, it's frequent. But, um, <laughs> Get AT&T. Yeah. They'll hook you up. 911 work team without service. Yeah. You always have emergency call, which also... Conspiracy theory. Why does 911 always work? And no other numbers always work. So technically you always have service. Riddle, riddle us that, Domino's. Hmm? Yeah. I don't know. Conspiracy. <laughs> another another thing that always comes up in horror movies, there's always like a group of characters. Like it, you know, unless it's like a haunting movie and then it's mm-hmm. usually a family. But it's usually a group of friends and there's always one character that everyone hates. Like they're, they're obviously designed to be unlikable mm-hmm. and you know, they're going to make it through most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like that Just person, the drama. they persist. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the toxic negativity, even, even the, even the horror creature, whatever it is, is like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, he's like, mm, I'll wait on that one. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's worse if I keep them alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll torture them more. My victims more. If I you keep them alive. You are around. a punishment to the rest of mankind <laughs> Yeah, for centuries of sin. <laughs> Um, you had one about kids. Oh yeah. Kids in horror movies. Like one of the movies that scared me the most growing up as a grudge. I don't think I'd ever seen it. I know. Cause I have, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but it's essentially like, I, I think it's based in Japan and like there's a house haunted. Oh, is it the like girl the... who comes out of the TV? No, that's the ring, oh. which is a documentary. Um, where if you watch a movie, you die in seven days. I, I told my classes that, um, Again, I teach high school sports medicine. We got we went on a long tangent about the movie The Ring, and I told them that that was a documentary and also Jurassic Park. Um, at the end of the year, I make them do a reflection assignment. Like, what's the most valuable thing you learned in this class? It was not about sports medicine. The, the Ring and Jurassic Park are documentary. <laughs> but we probably went on a 20, 25 minute tangent about the movie The Ring, and like they're all crawling out of the TV and like mm-hmm. don't watch that VHS. Yeah. And I put that on the quiz that Friday. I'm like, you know, how long do you have? Before you die, if you watch uh, The Ring, they're like, oh, seven days. Mm-hmm. I'm educating tomorrow's leaders. What were, oh, kids in movies. Kids yes. in movies. Uh, the Grudge. 
Um, there were like a bunch of ghosts in a house and two of them were kids and one of them would make little cat noises. But then at one point, like uh, one of the characters is, is climbing a ladder into the attic and they do like a 360 and you know, like the last bit, there's just that little dead girl ghost sitting there and that, that didn't vibe with me. Yeah. But living kids in movies, also a problem. Like uh, I was telling Claire earlier, I'm not going to teach my kids about imaginary friends. They're just going to have no concept of it. And so if my kid comes up and is like, oh, I have an imaginary friend. I'm like, now nah, we're moving. That's a ghost. <laughs> straight up. 100%. So what were your thoughts on that? I I think it's always like when a, kids in the movies who are not already ghosts, when they start seeing ghosts, it's like 99% of the time they end up being the ones that get possessed. Oh, yeah. So it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, kids in horror movies always freak me out. No matter if they're already dead or not. One issue I've got with that is like, if you're a demon or a ghost or whatever, wouldn't you want to possess someone that was strong or useful? No offense to kids. Um, I don't know. Like, it's way creepier to, to possess a kid, I think. But mm-hmm. I'd possess but it's the strongest probably easier. there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Kid brains. Mm-hmm. More susceptible. <laughs> More susceptible possessions. Nine out of ten pediatricians agree. <laughs> um, the other thing that that was uh, that came up with kids is that like if when I have kids they're like oh there's a there's a monster in my closet there, there's a man in my closet I'm like alright we're leaving the house and <laughs> probably not coming back like I'm gonna believe them like they have no reason to make that up I'm not messing with that yeah I don't want my kids seeing ghosts that's unacceptable you're grounded yeah, yeah. do not see any more ghosts <laughs> what if they're uh, one of the gifted people like the Long Island medium Teresa Caputo also a documentary <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I I don't want kids seeing ghosts. I don't want to deal with ghosts. How do you I feel mean, about neither them? Neither do I. I mean, I've only experienced nice ghosts, so that's a something. That is something. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, my aunt has my aunt's a massage therapist, but one of her clients would go to Hawaii for months at a time, and she'd watch his house, like really nice house on the water. Mm-hmm. And one time, she had us, me and my uh, sibling, go over and move some boxes in the basement, and it just felt creepy the entire time, like. It, it was horrible. One of the most unnerving feelings I've ever had. And later she admitted that um, there was a ghost in the house of the guy's dead wife. And like she walked out of the kitchen once and then she walked back in and all the cabinet doors were open. And like the bowl on the table had been flipped. Mm-hmm. And that she communicated and just wanted to let her know that it was there. And I'm like, I will never go back to that house. And thanks a lot, Aunt Mary. So, Unshout out to Aunt Mary. <laughs> I revoke the shout out. <laughs> shout in. <laughs> Yeah, but she doesn't make stuff like that. She's not that type of person that would make it up. Mm. I believe her for sure. Yeah, I mean... You've had an experience with ghosts, right? Yeah. I've... It was... um, For me, it appeared as like uh, an outline of a a guy's head and shoulders. Um, Where were his knees and toes? Nowhere to be found. Um, But yeah, he was just hanging out. He didn't really do much. So I was like, all right. Cool, cool. What's the context? Where is he just floating <laughs> like, hey, Claire? <laughs> um, I was um, at home, and uh, the way our house is kind of formatted, I guess, is my room, and then it goes into this long hallway um, that connects to my mom's room. And so my mom was standing in my doorway, and my room light is on, but the hall lights were off. And so if anything there should have been like a dark shadow behind her, just like her own shadow. Um, but instead it was 
light so it wasn't a dark shadow it was like a yellowish light that was there instead and so i thought i was going crazy like i thought oh my gosh my my contacts are dry you know like no it's a supernatural being yeah but he just stood there and so i was like i mean i don't think you meant any malintent so and then he just disappeared so cool is that the house your mom's at now Mm -hmm. never going there (laughs) (laughs) good to know yeah i told my mom that she's like now why would you tell me that (laughs) The audacity. <laughs> I was like, I wanted you to know. <laughs> but, I mean, if, I be, if I'm killed by a ghost, so be it. <laughs> I think they, uh, the CDC reported that no one was killed by a ghost last year, so I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have for horror tropes. That's Funny, I, I, ridiculous. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess we can end it here that's that's all i have so thank you so much for listening thank you bud for being a guest on this episode i really appreciate it well thanks for having me yeah if you guys liked this episode or you have any funny slash annoying horror movie tropes that you don't like that come to mind for you let us know reach out to us um we're on instagram and tiktok at the midnight memo or you could reach out to us at the midnight memo at gmail.com and do not forget to rate And follow us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify to know when the next episode is coming out next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.